initiate startup process. Now, all the way live. Hey, yo, <laughs> y'all know what this is. Damn it, the most hip hop and R&B. I want to introduce to y'all. It's infamous. Call your friends and tell them it's going down now. It's going down. You understand that? It's live. Let's go. In five, four, three, two, one. I officially locked into the infamous hour. I go by the name of the infamous Amadeus. This portion of the show is brought to you by Boom Bap Nation and Apalm Clothing. If you need some clothes, holla at my man. He's in Bridgeport, Connecticut. He has the wave, all right? The infamous Amadeus, I am locked in every Sunday, 8 p.m. And today is a very special episode of the infamous hour. Before I bring the, the celebrities and all that, yeah, I have yeah. to bring the God himself. You hear him every day on Shade 45. You yeah. may have heard him in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And we're going to talk about all that. Give it up for the boy Lord C in the building. Oh. Lord Sear, how's it been? How you been man, doing? Chilling, man. You know, just um, out of staycation. I go back to work uh, Monday. Damn, it's all loud. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's you know, it's it's, it's improvising. We you know, we don't have the yeah. big uh, studio. That that, no. that we that we have a shade, but but right now we're actually uh, chilling in the living room right now. In the living room, um, the, we're, the we're not saucing, which is very rare because every time me and Lord see a link, we always yeah. Well, I need the matter of fact, this is better. The crickets, because that's what the sauce feels like right now. You ever ate a cricket? You know, I actually did. My my daughter my daughter tricked me into eating a cricket, so she came and she's like, "Yo, Dad, I got like this chocolate da da da, and it tastes like." Uh. It she tastes like it. ass, bro. It's fucking bad. Why'd she do that, yo? I don't know. It was it was like a science experiment, I guess. And they just want Celeste, my yeah, oldest. Oh, the talented. Yes. Well, no, the little one is is the talented oh, rapper. Oh, okay, okay. And all that. So, Lord, see how you been? How what's going on? You've been oh, on vacation man. for a little while. You ready to go back to work? Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, you can't. Uh, uh, you yeah, can't yeah. wait. I've been chilling, man. Um, catching up with my porn. Porn. Uh, yeah, so, so what? Um, what is the what is the go to porn right now? Uh, right now, it's the uh, where the white lady is, you know, just hanging out. Okay, reading. You know, she's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Talking to the mic. Yeah. Talking to the mic. Don't be oh, scared. Oh my God, there you so. go. Jesus. Oh man, because I'm fucking out. I can't talk too loud. Yeah, there you go. You can talk. All right. So not, you know. So what it is is that she's like, you know, um, there's a black man in my house. Mm-hmm. He works for me, interns. Mm-hmm. And so she wants to fuck black dudes. Only. Okay. And she's married, and you know. So this is this is role play. Yeah. Well, married women like to fuck guys. I mean, it, yeah. it is what it is. So, all right. So, so, so she she's in the house. She wants to fuck the black dude that she works but with. But then the mother's mad because she wants to fuck the dude too. Okay, so this is a threesome now. Yeah. So it's it's just crazy. It's crazy. It gets down, and then they're playing like hip hop stuff in the back, but like slow. It's called hip hop love or. Nice. Pop some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, you're very big in the porn in the porn world. I mean, you have yeah, a lot yeah. of porn guests. Who are your top three porn stars all time? Uh, well, Roxy Reynolds. Roxy Reynolds. Um, I had um Sarah. 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 She was um Sarah J. Sarah J. Sarah J. Head all the way. White girl. And the one who gave me top great head was, and it wasn't a lot of talking. It was you know um Lisa Sparks. So Lisa Sparks. Gave you top, mm-hmm. just like, like what exactly? Like she just saw you. It and was like, it was where it was you know um, while I was doing a show with Jude on All Out show and I went to the bathroom. Yeah. So all right. So what it was is that you know 
she was like, I guess, talking to her manager and was like, we're going to get him, we're going to get him. And I kept hearing, we're going to get him, we're going to get him. So I'm like, what do you mean we're going to get him? But I would usually get drunk. And this uh, the whole first year before Howard Stern got there, mm-hmm. free, um, what was that restaurant? Del Frisco's. Free Del Frisco's and Grey Goose and, Jesus. and Pineapple. The best ever. The best ever. Just all day. That's when that's when she gave me head on the air and wanted to suck me again. And I said, "Why?" Okay, so this happened on loved. air. You're on air. This happened on air. On I, the air. I was listening to um, a, a throwback episode of of Rude Jude, and they had one where Sam was talking about like she would fuck an alien. Yeah. Like, it, it, were those like the topics on the yeah, All Out show? I mean, it was kind of wild, right? I like you know, I just um dragons. I had like um a medical like. Healing medical, but I had to scream. That was my, you know, way of saying like I have a headache. You do? And I'd be like, ah, yeah, and scream as loud as I can, <laughs> and when it didn't go away, but it was just dumb shit. Hey, we're gonna get into all our show. Let's let's start at the very beginning because I think a lot of no, the, not gonna get into that. But but, but but let's talk the beginning because yeah. uh, uh, beginning of hip hop in general right. because a lot of guys. I mean, it's kind of gone far yeah. off, but in the eighties. But what was hip hop like back then? I mean, there wasn't really no drum machines, so there was more sampling involved. There was drum machines, but didn't know what to do with it. But you're outside in the park, there was vinyl. You can cut it up, and then you had your, your, the homie, the big drummer. Yeah, that was ill. Um, drummer extraordinaire, Pumpkin. Pumpkin. If you look up, if you look up Pumpkin, uh, Pumpkin and the All Stars, he played drums for mostly every genre of hip hop back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Dope, you know, dope, dope. Drummer, people looking to drummers, people, yeah. Um, there was drum machines, but people started getting like Wayne Smith, you know, several Houdini. Mm-hmm. That was incredible, like, mm-hmm. like one love and like eighty. Come on, me, yeah. Crazy. Nobody wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, doing one love that and friends. Mm-hmm. That the, the drums are very crazy, very crazy in, in production. And then, and then um, the first hip hop record, I mean, that that went was the hippity hop song with uh, I forgot the name of the group. I mean, it's, it's been decades. And then when when did when did rap become like concepts? Because it was kind of just like club shit. And then they started to actually develop songs. So like from your memory, like storytelling king ever forever will be Slick Rick. Slick Rick. Um, after a while, we know that they told their little stories. There was a real hip hop song called "Smoke and Buy Crack." Crack is and, the word. an actual like record. an actual crack song. Crack is called "Crack is the Word." And what like they, they, what are they playing in the club? I mean, what are they, the crack uh, yeah, house? Yeah, yeah, like true. in the club, Latin quarters going crazy. Well, not really Latin quarters, but you know, I was too young to go to Latin quarters, but yeah, yeah. So then, so then, how did you actually get into hip hop? Um, like, like where, where did it all begin for you? When, when, when did you know that you wanted to do this professionally? I wanted to do that shit when I was um stealing records. I'm stealing records in my house, stealing records. Uh, yeah, with like little forty fives, <laughs> and then I go play them for the um neighbors who were there and family friends, and they go, "Ooh, look at Stevie! Like, Stevie know how to play a record." Yeah, and then like, he gonna do something one day. Mm-hmm. So you know, like from there, and my cousin Tyrone, God bless, I'm stealing his mixtapes. And he found out and he kicked me in the stomach. And I was like, sorry, time on <laughs> And then, you know, the rooftop tapes and stuff like that. You know, just really loving music. Music got me out of trouble, really. Absolutely. As, as it did many of us. Now, now you're from Harlem. 
Yeah. So, so like the '90s, right? Like the '90s. Um, like any like memorable groups come out of that area, like, like from the uh, area you're from. Like any MCs, or I mean, I mean, there's five elements of hip hop, and people are not in tune with it. So, like any break dances, any like it was like dances, but then it wasn't like no real rap, rap rappers from, from the from area, like from, from the twelve West and all that. And yeah, uh, maybe later uh, up up on, but at really like. It was a spot on 116th mm-hmm. and, Lenin, and, and Lennox. Um, what was it? T, T Connection or something? Where, uh, who was there? Um, damn, the Treasures 3. Okay. A lot of ill rappers were there. A lot of ill rappers back then. And then at that point, you had to actually be able to rap. I mean, I, I would assume it was more like rap battles at this time. Mm-hmm. Well, po- no, 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 no. It was like, everybody come on and do it. Well, you talking about 90s? All right, cool. I was talking about like the 80s. Like before well, we get to 90s, the 90s, yeah. yeah. But, you know, 90s was more like, I think that was where the first battle or just hip-hop ever was Kumo D versus Busy B. It wasn't a versus. It was like, let's say you performed. And then they grabbed the mic from you and just totally dissed you. Yeah, that was the first ever, first ever joint. Yeah, that was just that was just crazy. Yeah, and, like and, and it went in the eighties. Yeah, eighty something. Yeah. In the eighties. So early on in your career, you was and that running, was on a, uh, a mixtape. Yeah. Okay, so early on in your career, you was running around with Curious, right? And, and so, so how did you meet him? And um, and how did that whole thing uh, come about? I met him through a good friend of mine. Uh, God bless uh, Kareem Smith. Called him K Net. We used to write together, mm-hmm. write graffiti. And with the highest 44. And um, his father was like, his father is um, Zakia, Zakia Records. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yo, um, I know that you like music, Stevie. Like, you know, still alive. He owns um, Eric B. and Rock Kim's. Publishing. Uh, yeah. Wow. For the, for the paid in full out. So he got the bag. I mean, the um, bag is just forever. forever. So he's chilling. Um, and was like, you know, he drove me around, but I didn't know he was a real big town. You know what yeah. I'm mm-hmm. Asla, the people's from his building was uh, the homie Curious and Cotty and Rem and the other couple people. You know what I mean? All fam, just chilling. There's from like 97th Street. You know, I'm from 12. Yeah. So uh, the reason why we became cool. This is 97 cool. on the west side. Yeah, yeah. We came and you're with, from the east side. Yeah. yeah. And then, well, the, I moved to the east side years later. Okay, well, oh, so you're originally from 96. I'm from the West. No, okay. I'm really from the West side on 112. Okay, got Originally it. born and raised on 85th. Okay. And then, like, moved to Harlem, like, two, three years later. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Absolutely. So then, so then Curious came out. He, he's Spanish, right? Is he Is he? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Cuban and Puerto Rican. Is he, like, one of the first, like, Latin rappers to, like, have, like, a record? Because they, they don't really mention well, his name. And, like, especially a Cuban. I mean, Cuban. Yeah. There's not that many Cuban rappers. Nah, because what it is that um, the Dream Machine, by the, the Disco Dream Machine, was the first Latin group rappers on uh, Sugar Hill. Okay. Uh, Tito from um, uh, uh, damn man, the Fearless Four. Okay. A lot of Boricua. You gotta look up to it. A lot of uh, shout out about Puerto Ricans. You know what's up? Yeah, yeah, man. B- big vibes. I don't think there's ever been like a Cuban rapper though. Like, I mean, yeah. like mainstream. I, I mean, never. Was it hard for him to navigate through? Because I mean, you're 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 an African American community. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in the '90s, I know a lot of Spanish rappers but, felt that. Did he feel that too? And you're Spanish too, as well. So yeah. like, did y'all feel that pressure of like trying nah, to break through? There wasn't no pressure because it was like we all like that shit. And we was fans of like uh 
fucking the Crash Crew and this and that, the Cold Crush Brothers. And we was loving all that shit. Absolutely. So that, you heard that in the park all the time. Mm-hmm. It was like, that's that shit. Yeah. So it was a mixture of you get the break beats and you hear the, the, the boom bap and you hear the break beats, but then you hear the Latin music that had funk and soul. And like it was dope, huh? Mm-hmm. It was dope, and that and that time was a lot different too because that was like the crack era. Yeah, so you, well, had, so you had like yellow top crew, yeah, you had red top crew, yeah, and, 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 hustling, yeah, yeah, and, and, and the hustling. Um, did, did did anybody like fall a victim to like the streets? Is it like a navigational uh, type of thing, like like going in the middle? Because the money yeah. was different then. It's different than it is now. Now it's just all crazy. But I know then it was very, you know, on the move tip. A lot of cats I knew, God bless, grew up. To be like, oh shit! All right, I'm gonna work over here. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. You know what I mean? And not fall and just come with hanging on the block, being on the corner. I would do that all the time. You know what I mean? And for what? Got you nothing. And, and I kept thinking about that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so then, so then after uh, after Curious, uh, the next play was the Stretch and Barbito show. Is is that what happened after? Well, or? that was like in between because, um, I remember when Bob was like, yo. You be on the street, man. What you be doing with the boom box? Mm-hmm. Yo, man, go, you know what? Uh, got the homie who I uh, go to school with or got to know this is that. Come by, man. You know, Columbia University, man. You ain't doing nothing, but you got to chill. You can't come up there with a the 40 and all that. Can't curse. Oh, you mean fucking whatever. So I went there and I didn't know where it was going to be. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you didn't know what stretching I didn't know. For, for 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 the for the people that that's listening that may not know, Stretch and Barbito was was really the show that put a lot of artists on. It was the main place you had to go. Yeah. You didn't you wasn't a rapper until you went to Stretch and Bob, and everybody yeah, was on there from Big L to Jay Z, and it was located at Columbia University, yeah. and um they, they had a dope thing. Now, so were they making like Stretch and Barbito mixtapes, or was it just like not were people every, recording the freestyles like on everybody. on radio, like because what it was. It that was your iPad, your iPod. Meaning, all you had was cassettes, brother. Yeah. And people were like, "Damn, I got, let me get the one twenty. Let me record this side. Get the other side." People were getting VHSs. Yeah. And recording VHS, and it wasn't like people would break them shits down and try to sell them and try to, you know. But yeah. And, and and that was like an amazing time because you had to like be you rushing to get to the radio. And it was at the time and at the, and at that time also, it was like, yo, who got that, man? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Yo, can I hear last night's drunk? People getting the fights. Yeah. You crazy. Fucked up. Yeah. So were they like bootlegging the freestyles that was on stretching Bob? Like putting them on You can't tapes? say it was bootleg, but then after a while it was recorded from the radio. Yeah. So it's not like motherfuckers were selling it. Yeah, if you saying bootlegging. Yeah, I mean by bootlegging, it like were DJs adding these freestyles onto their mixtapes. The most famous, yeah. the most famous one is obviously the Big L and Jay Z. Yeah. But I, I heard one pre Illmatic that was yeah. was Nas. Yeah, and that shit was flavor. I mean, it was like a hundred niggas on that shit. I don't even know who's on it, but I know Nas was spitting a, a, mm-hmm. a, a bunch of dope. And you rather off top of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They went crazy. He so, was freestyling. Yeah. So, so then, so you become incorporated into Stretch of Barbito. What, what was your actual role in the show? Um, like to just snap on motherfuckers. Listen, the show was from one to five. They knew I had music. So nighttime. This is late night. Yeah. One to five in the morning. And Stretch is DJ. Let him DJ. That's his hit show. Yeah. I didn't, Asking them like that, then when it hit four o'clock, it'd be like, "Damn, what are we gonna do?" Like, 
Stretch is spent all the time. Stretch gets tired. And sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's bug out, man. Let's take some calls. Yeah. It'll be an hour left. So I'll be snapping on motherfuckers and taking calls. And yeah, and I knew other people like in the hood, in the street, like Percy P mm-hmm. and certain artists come up there, bring them up. And like, yeah, I did. I did my effort of what I can do. Absolutely. You know, and I had fun at the same time. Absolutely. So then, so then, um, so then eventually. Uh, I will do it again. So eventually stretch Armstrong. I'm still talking. <laughs> he does this at. There you, you go. Know, what? <laughs> Who's that shit? Uh, well, you got to give me some sound effects. I need the gunshots and I need the AO what sound. There's so like, there's like oh, eight yeah. here. I mean, there's a few. It's like, you know, somebody does that some dumb shit. Man. I mean, yeah, you know, you could. <laughs> when you're sad or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is absolutely a work in progress. So, I got the envelope. <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> so, so Stretch and Bob, they split. Yeah. Did they split because Stretch went to Hot 97 or was it like change of direction of it shows? It was kind of like a little mixture because Hot was being like, hey, you guys are doing your thing in New York. But, you know, contractual and certain shit. Gotta make, try to make corporate. Couldn't play records that were dirty. Two-hour show. Wasn't the same. Yeah. So, yeah, you missed out on that. So so then they split, but obviously you went to Hot 97. And I saved a little bit, but then I was like... How, how long were you on Hot 97? I was doing Hot 97 for a little bit, too. Um, God bless Killer Shaw, my nigga. Um, uh, Big Killer Shaw was doing a show with Stretch. Mm-hmm. And Sable, like, uh, you know, they did a little hour. I mean, and uh, a year, two more years. Two more years after. Yeah, yeah. So p- paint the picture of Hot 97 at that time. Is this like Mixtape Monday with Clue? Is it that nah, time? Nah, it was like, you know, the same thing, like... You know, but two hours. No, I was saying, but who was that high at this time? Was it? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was Clue, Envy. Yeah, Evil D. Evil there? D was on 97? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, man. I didn't know that. Everybody in all tri-state area, when you see Evil D, they'd be like, Evil D. And he'd be like, what up, man? Mm-hmm. Evil D is on the mix. Yeah. Come on, kick it. Yeah, yeah. E- e- Evil D. And they had so many, like, pure hip-hop People that were there mm. for Hot 97 in particular. Like, when do you think it changed when they started to convert over? Do you think it's when I think Envy leaving in the beginning was the first part, and then it just kind of like catapulted. I wouldn't know. I wasn't even fucking with Hot. Man, man, I feel man, you. I'm like, yeah, you just doing your own thing. Getting my money. You know yeah, what yeah. Mean? Fuck yeah. that. So then, so then, so then, moving on from there, then Grand Theft Auto happens. That happened out of nowhere, where Stretch was in the studio mixing something down, and I was in the studio with him. At uh, Game Radio, Game Game Records. Shout out to Johnny Shack. Um, so the the Game Radio concept happened from Game Records. Yeah. Okay. Basically, and the dude, I forgot like Jamie King or Jamie whatever. Um, uh, I have an idea. You know, I think I should record a you know a, a radio station for my video game. And we're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. We didn't know. Ooh. Did, did Grand Ooh. Did Grand Theft Auto have uh, radio stations at this time in the car, or was this the first one? This is the first one because this is all right, guys. This is Grand Theft Auto 3. Grand Theft Auto 2 was like, What is this? Yeah, because I remember the original Grand Theft Auto was like, uh, it looked weird because you were like looking like down on the character. Yeah, so Grand Theft Auto 3 was kind of like almost like first person. Yeah, it was like person, you had the gun, and the, and the music was incredible. 
Yeah. So so I landed on my ding on like so, so so game radio. Did did, uh, did you and Stretch actually choose the songs that were on game radio? It was really Stretch. It's just Stretch. He, mm-hmm. he he chose it. And what was it like? I mean, hearing yourself at Grand Theft Auto. I mean, I mean I, man, I didn't know because I didn't have the PS. So I was like, oh man. So you didn't really realize what was going on yeah. in Grand Theft Auto Three. Yeah. Uh, hearing yourself on it. I mean, that must have just been amazing. And I just, had a mini boner. A mini boner? Yeah. This guy's crazy. So, so Grand Theft Auto 3 happens, and then when when did you uh, actually meet Eminem and, and go on the tour? Uh, that was in between uh, doing the show with Stretch and Bob. Okay, so this is like the in-between timeline mm-hmm. of that. So, so did you bring Eminem up to, to Stretch and Bob? Is that- no, it was um, Paul Rosenberg who met uh, us. I think me and Bob first, or he met Stretch first. I'm not sure, but he gave me the vinyl and he gave me the CD. And I was like, oh, so Paul was managing him, or was he just yeah, yeah, okay, so he was managing. He still does, yeah, yeah, no. So he was managing him. He gave you the vinyl, the CD, Mm -hmm. and then you hear this incredible different lyrics. I was like, yo, dude, sounds crazy. Yeah, saying like wild, crazy shit, but I was like, wow, the beats are high. Mm -hmm. So who he is, you know, all right, cool. And and, and then the Eminem thing happens, and then obviously uh, the Anger Management Tour. Oh, yeah. Which is down the line. So so how did that come about? I mean, the Anger uh, Management Tour. The first one that they did for his first album, they needed an artist to open up for M. M. So I was like, yo, you know, I'm here with my people's here. Well, they wanted, they wanted a rapper yeah. initially. I said, yeah, get the Beat Nuts. So this is the first time I ever DJ with the Beat Nuts. So and I got on the album, and um, Beat Nuts opened up for M. So in in this time, uh, what what Beat Nuts record went out at this time? Is this uh, all right? So this is like off the books and yeah, and, yeah. And watch and watch, out watch yeah. for the hook, and this is on the the Beat Nuts. Yeah. Were, the Beat Nuts was super hot at this time. Mm-hmm, so the mm-hmm. so the Beat Nuts so the Beat Nuts uh, go on tour. So you started out DJing on the Anger Management tour. Is that, is that how it happened? Yes. Okay, and then and how, then yeah, went on tour. Uh, uh yes, uh United States and then went overseas and with uh the High and Mighty. High and Mighty. Yeah. Which is another group. It's another group. Okay. Yeah. So what when did you actually become the ringleader of the tour? Was this the first tour, the second tour? Like when was this? Thank you. No comment. <laughs> plead the fifth. You plead the fifth, this fucking guy. <laughs> So 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 I mean, you're on tour. I mean, being on tour with a superstar artist had to be just absolutely amazing. I'm that sure. had to be out of because I was like, "Yo, Paul, man, I know you're going on tour, man. What's up, man? Can't get back on that tour, man." <laughs> Paul looked at me and was like, "You know what? We don't think of an idea." Okay. So I looked, and I was like, "What is this, man?" <laughs> he gave me a nose, a fake nose, and glasses, umbrella. We're gonna have you on as a penguin. Mm-hmm. You know. So if people don't know it was like a circus. Uh, yeah, the man. The man tour, and Lord Seal would come out and introduce the Eminem uh, show. The Eminem show. What year was this around? Like two thousand and two, three, two, three, two thousand and two, three. It was, and I, I know it must have been amazing. The women oh, had to have been the, the women. I would get on the tour bus. Who's this? I'll get backstage. Who's this? Women galore. Percy Pussy Galore. Absolutely. I loved it, man. And the women were just loving Lord C at this time. My of course. And then at, at this time, you get a writer. You know yeah. what a writer of is? Of course, of course. I, I write writers. All right. So they were like, uh, Sia, 
Well, you need a rider. I said, yeah. What you need for your rider? I said a bucket, KFC, Moet, Henny. Mm. Two, three months straight. Moet, KFC, Henny. Every day. And water. And water. And women. That's all. And, 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 and women on top of that. And live your life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so then so then moving forward, because um, we're going to jump back and forth a little bit. So when when did the concept for Shade Forty Five? Because you've been here since the beginning. When did the concept of Shade Forty Five actually start? And 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 furthermore, was it on Sirius first or was it on XM? Because they were like two different uh, stations. It was Sirius. So Sirius Radio, Sirius and XM had a battle. Yeah, they wasn't liking each other, but Sirius is like, we got more money. Yeah, come on with us, XM. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was two different. So so when did the the actual. Uh, a serious uh, Shade Forty Five concept happened, and then how did you actually get your own show on there? Uh, well, uh, my my show show, uh, they put us together. I never met him before. Uh, Rude Jude for the All Out show. We, you know, we had our moments, we chilled out a lot, but I just felt the vibe wasn't as there anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was much more. I like to hear music. Yeah, it was much and, more and, talk. And the show is a lot more like talk radio, and I'm and, do and that. they come from a different background. It's yeah. like Jenny Jones, and you come yeah. from like a a, a, a hip hop background. I know it must have just been different. And then being on two different coasts at the same time, yeah. um, almost definitely. But the extended drunk mix, right? Was that always a show as well, or was that it like, was my? Come on, man! Can I have my own show? Got it. The extended you know drunk I mean? mix. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So you didn't actually do like a drunk mix on the All Out show. I did. Because it's like the pill mix, yeah, I guess, right? Yeah, and then that's when, that was when, what is he doing? And I get on my own. That's yeah. what it was. So, so it, it, it was definitely uh, yeah. a, a little different. Um, one of the things that a lot of people may not know is that you did the intro on the Yeah Baby album. The Igor. Uh, yeah, Big Pun. Shout out to Pun. The Big Pun. Um, and this is like around 2000. Like I said, we're going to jump back and forth. Um mm-hmm. How, like what was Pun like exactly? Like was he? Pun uh, was great. Uh, he, Pun. Uh, he, you guys have like a lot of similarities as far as comedy and stuff yeah. like that. He was a funny guy. Pun was funny. Pun was serious at the time too. Yeah. Pun was fucking nigga up. Pun was uh, if he knew you, talk shit, bug out. You know what I mean? Very friendly. If you know he would have your back, man. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, Pun was that dude. Like, he was still big, fat, but mad diesel. At the <laughs> like, same time. Yeah, and, and he would, he would you know, love as a friend. Like, you know, he wouldn't even know him. I mean, when I met him, he had mad long hair. Mm-hmm. Big dog Punisher. And he was a fan, dog. Was, was this before the Capital Punisher yeah, album? This, this is like pre Way before. This is like... He's fucking with Zulu Nation and all that. Yeah, so this is like mixtape pun. Security and like, niggas ain't want to fuck with pun. Pun was like, your weight. Is this, oh, so this is before action. Yeah, he so, was a fan. He knew who I was. So, but this is before like curious. the weight gain. Yeah. Obviously, like I've seen some pictures of pun um, yeah. like in a suit and stuff. So, so he I was, knew pun for a long time. And then um, he was he, he was a super ill lyricist. I mean, yeah. do you think like he's underrated, like not being talked in the conversation? Because he would tend to forget. Yeah, he was, he was, which ab- is fucked up. Mm-hmm. He was absolutely amazing. Yeah. So how did the whole, uh, yeah, baby intro, uh, come about the Igor and, and big part? That was like out of, uh, me and, um, and this fool. Damn, man. I forgot his name. <laughs> that, that, 
Oh man, I forgot to say, man. Um, <clears throat> down chair squad. Who? Uh, Percy? No, the rapper. Oh, uh, Fat Joe. No. Armageddon. No. Triple Sace. No. Cuban Link. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> nah, he was. We we wrote some shit and put it together. Yeah. Okay, and 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 for the for the for the yeah baby intro. Um, and obviously, uh, he passed away. Do you think that long term he would have been still relevant here, like in this day and age? Did, do you think he had kind of what it would have took to stay? Because re- there's not yeah. that many guys that are relevant right now. Because they would have looked at him like, "All right, man. All right, big pun. We know it would have been weight issues. Yeah, yeah, weight yeah. issues. I mean, th- there's not that many guys from that era that can actually drop a project. One God. is. Damn. One one is Fat Joe. Fat Joe can really um just come out and just drop a project. But there's not that many. What do you think like some of the older guys because are missing? Because Joe has respect to other artists and to older and younger people. He knows how to speak to people. Like there's people who are like this old head ass nigga, you know, you know, whatever. He come around, it's Fat Joe. Oh man. You feel wholesome, like, shake his hand. How you doing, you know? Comes around as, like, president. Mm-hmm. But he's a good brother. There's people who are like, oh, man, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, look, this is rapper, woo, woo, woo. Oh, hey, whatever, like, leave me alone, don't, you know? Mm-hmm. He'll say hello and hi to everybody. Yeah, pretty much such of the people pause. And um and 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 basically being communicative. Yeah, and, he's a, he speaks in the hood. He being a hood. Hey, how you doing? All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then even before you getting on the um on the Fat Joe, I mean on the Big Pun album, you actually had some records yourself. Yeah, alcoholic vibes. I had uh that I uh my first rap record. Oh 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 touchdown. Oh shit. He said it like you're taking a shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was gonna take a shit later. <laughs> so, uh, fucking shit. So, um, all right. Uh, what were we talking about? So, about your record, Alcoholic Vibes. All right, check this out. Right. My first rap record I ever rapped on and rapped over top was KMD's Stop Smoking That Shit mm. on his second album that got banned. The album got like, banned. Yeah. Why did the album get banned? Because it was, uh, but not put out main band. Um, he was signed to Weir. Mm-hmm. Weir was Warner, Electra, Atlantic Records, mm-hmm. and you know the the and they they just didn't like the album cover. They didn't the sambo and the shit was really dope. Yeah, the whole album was dope. Mm-hmm. God bless the rock. Um, what well, recipes? Uh, yeah, and Ice Tea at the same manner. Black cop and that you know that whole weir was going after people and uh, the mm. riots and all that. Yeah. Mm. But that was my first rap Rec- record that you were on. Yeah, actually. But then, but then you released a single. Was a I received oh that was on the um, was a single independent or yeah, was it like independent. a late independent? At the Barbados, Fondalem Records. Fondle- Get it? I, yeah, like Fondle- Fondle- Records. Yeah, and, and and the record is kind of funny, but you're actually a good freestyler. I think yeah. people underrate that. Like, uh, and, and, and the production was me, both records. So you did, you did the beat as well. Mm-hmm. In the beat, well, what was it like putting out a record? I mean, at 97, 98, or whatever time it was. I needed the money. 
You needed the bag. Yeah, man. That was my first original. The the the, the first the first the first original record. Mm. Now now speed it forward uh after you and Rude Jude uh, uh split on the all out show. Mm. Now we have the Lord Sears special. So 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 the Lord Sears special, Lord Lord Sears, Lord Sears on his own. Um what what would people expect for people that maybe listen to you for the first time you're when gonna they hear listen, the You're gonna listen to a lot of shit I feel like saying and doing. Yeah. Because that's what basically got me the job. It was like Sears. Yeah, do and say whatever you want, uh, play and I, you know, do whatever I want. I'm not signing any contract, which is thank God. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I mean, God and okay. and no and <laughs> I'm happy. We're working on it. Yeah, yeah. Fucking with that, you know, I'm uh, I'm very blessed. God bless, you know, the people who respect the God. It's still. People there, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say who, that, you know, of course, giving a people a second chance. Yeah. There's people who are just giving chances to people who are not as yeah. wavy, mm-hmm. as they say. No, Absolutely. And, or Liddy. And, 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 you ha- and you have a wave. Do, do you think that um, people people may judge you the wrong way because they have a... Because I talk my shit. Well, not only that, but like the perception that they were yeah. giving that you were a certain way on the All Out and show. The, and they and made and a big that, scene yeah, about it. And and I hate that word, perception, because then it's like, when what is the perception of you and you don't know? Because you might say, oh, I'm not going to fuck with Sierra because of what he did, what he did, mm-hmm. and what he done. People could change. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And... Perception just is just horrible. Like, especially where I work at. Yeah. You know, things are evolved and menstruated or or an argument has to be under an email. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like come on. Yeah, like, like I'm old school. Like, I don't mean to be but you know. Yeah. Talk to me. Say something to me. Yeah, yeah, say something. So so then the Lord said the Lord said special happens now. Mm-hmm. You still had the extended drunk mix in the beginning yeah. of the Lord said special. Like what happened to it? I well mean, what happened is that it's the hours. Yeah. I'm not doing four to eight. So I'm doing twelve to four. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have to wait years. I mean like hours to do I love the extended drum mix. What was? I can play what I want. Take the phone calls. What you sipping on? And it's a Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like, like almost like a mix show format yeah. as yeah. opposed to your show. It's more, but you still have the mix show format in your show. That's, I that's do. What's amazing about it, uh, which is like it, it, and it's like through certain things. I don't even get like record plaques. Mm-hmm. I'm playing people shit. I just got a little baby record plaque. Just got one. Yeah, now. got one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and people getting like you know tend to forget I'm mixing up there. Yeah. Like, hello. Yeah, you actually. And I'm doing the show. And regardless, I have artists that come up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a lot of. Yeah, it's a lot of lot of bullshit. I love it. And, and a lot of politics. Out of all the guests that you've interviewed on the Lord Sis special, who you think is your favorite? Like, you have like a favorite uh, person. Like of uh, that you've like your favorite interview that you've done in the three four years that the Lord Sears special uh, been on. Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. He's dope. Bugged out with him. Uh, who else? Uh, Ryan with Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was dope. Yeah. Uh, fuck. I was there. I was there for Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I was there actually. Yeah, you had a Caesar. 
I, didn't, I never had, no, I had that as Caesar. But we actually got um, some exclusive footage of Snoop oh. uh, rapping Doggy Dog World, which is one of my favorite songs yeah. of all time. Like he, was, he was rapping in the studio. Um, and then I think you have a great relationship. Me personally, looking from the outside in, filming a lot of this stuff, I think mm. Be Real was definitely one of the best interviews. Because I've known Be Real for a very long time. Yeah. We taught even in, you know, in the 90s and all that, you mm-hmm. know? Told uh, told your man Nas, don't go that way, man. I'll get you the weed, man. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like in the Columbia, little Columbia tour. Yeah, because uh, that was I didn't even really under- know that he was a gangster like that, like he's super yeah. gangster, like banging out, like really in the streets. Um, uh, yeah. You think that some rappers try to prove that, like yo, you try to prove I'm gangster, like they just can't. I beat mean, themselves. now they like, do because. People gonna start having to doing that soon, cause you know what it is now. It's all like, I gotta have the gun in the picture, and I'm telling on myself more for show. Like, uh, yeah, for videos, mm-hmm. it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, back then, you know, like people take their kindness of weaknesses, and then didn't know until they get caught when they yeah. go back out there and do their show. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of rappers, That's you a, season, a bunch of them, you know, yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of rappers that that mm-hmm. that uh, they get caught up in and like the six nine situation and all yeah. that. In the nineties, was it like that as well? Like, yeah, well, a, 90s, a lot of like faking and like nah, shit like that. Like or? it was, you know, motherfuckers. Are, like, who's this game? Who's this shit? <laughs> yeah, they didn't know until they go to the store with them and like, oh shit, that's, and, 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 street and, 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 and shit got real. Yeah, real quick, <laughs> brother. Man, listen. And shit got real. Who do you think is the realest rapper? Like, really, like, shit. hardcore. Like, what I say is what I do. If you could pick any person. if you Let's put it this. If you had to be late night alley, 4 o'clock in the morning, bunch of niggas running down on you, what rapper would you want to have there with you? There's too many. To hold it down. There's too many. I say Spice One. Spice One. Super gangster. Scarface. Ah uh, shit, six nine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be in the alley with six nine. It's a kill me. So what, what? What do you think about the whole six nine situation? You I think mean, you think he's gonna come out and have a career? I mean, it's weird. Like it, he may actually come out and have a career. I don't. I don't know. It's up. It's up in the air. Depending on how long he's gonna be in jail. He's coming out next year. Yeah, but then this year, next year. This well, this year. year, this year he's coming. Yeah, out. but it's gonna. How long to wait? Yeah. And then, like, all they got... Yo, he has to keep himself in the media to make this money. Yeah. Right now, nobody... If you're not... You know how it is. Instagram, everything. He has to have his own Instagram and be like, yo, it's me, yo. I'll be back out soon. Start making money. Yeah, yeah, something. Mm -hmm. Because if not... I heard he got like a $10 million deal yeah. or some shit. I mean, I doubt it. He probably got like nah, 2 million. he did. He probably got like like $2 million. Is snitching okay now? I mean, for this generation, you think yes. it's okay? Yes. Yes. Why not? You want to live that life, and then you get locked up? Yeah. Show him. That's snitching crazy. is cool. Yeah. Let me tell you something. All that stop snitching shirts, all that shit. Come on, man. Where it go? The life, it's... If you want to live that gang gang life, mm-hmm. and it's not with it, you're not with it. You're not. Don't let your people fool you because you with them niggas 
on the corner, 40 deep, gang gang. The next day, you got to go to the store. Gang gang ain't out there. 40, 50 niggas on your block. What you going to do? You'll get on my block, man. I'm gang gang. Who are you, nigga? Like, where your people's at? Where they at? Then you can't, that gang, you can't go to other blocks. You can't be, you know, 90s. Hey, all right, man, you know, be 20 niggas on the block, you know, all right. And then maybe 13 people. We all walk up Lennox Ave and have fun, go to 2 Fit, whatever. It's not about really even having fun anymore because you glorify that and you're sitting on yourself. And feds love it. You ain't got to do nothing more. And, and of course, the, the, the information travels a lot quicker on social media. Yeah, they do. So people are seeing it faster. Yeah, they do. And it's spreading faster, and motherfuckers are snitching on themselves. Now, back back to the Shea 45 thing. Shea 45 oh, might be or is the last boom bat platform. Boom bat platform. Why, why is it that, like, yourself, Premier, Static Selector, Tone Touch... Don't feel the pressure to play what's on Billboard or like what other motherfuckers is playing. Because people are stuck. People don't understand. You got to be your own. And if you're a DJ, play with, you know, you ask the DJ to play records. Right. So know your records. You're stuck. You're like, I don't know. And you're stupid. You know what I mean? Like. So, so just, just just moving forward for Lord Sear. So yeah. we've covered a lot of grounds. We covered Shade Forty Five. We covered Grand Theft Auto. Are, are we gonna get like a Lord Sear album or like any type of like creative might, new music? You might you might you might get an EP like an EP? Yeah, twenty twenty. Your vision for EP would be Lord Sear rapping or like a like a compilation EP? It'll be a mixture. It'll be like a probably do I might do a double, which is like unreleased shit. Okay. You know. Oh, so we have records in the stash. Mm-hmm. Super records in the stash. All right, so if you're locked into the Infamous Hour, you can uh, check out Lord Sear every single day, yeah. 12 to 4, on Shade 45. You catch myself on Shade 45 as well, 3 to 4. Yeah. And our cypher, serious, serious cypher, we talk about it a lot. Yeah. Beat him in the head, pause. Hey. What are we looking for with the unsigned artists? Right. I'm tired of telling them. I mm-hmm. tell them all the time, this is what we want, and they try to give us something else. Mm-hmm. What are we looking for? I'm looking for ingenuity, talent. Something I've never heard before. Absolutely. Um, a swag with your flow. Flow. Rap. Mm-hmm. Just don't be extra fast and then do not just falter and rap off of the top. Oh, I forgot my rap. Yeah. And, you know, don't be reading on your phone. Be original. Absolutely. And be original. That's number one. Be, ori- uh, be original. Yes. Be original and more importantly. Be original and wash your ass. You know? Wash your ass. That's right. All right. Fish you locked into the Infamous Hour every yeah. Sunday, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. All right. Live 89 and all the other outlets we're going to be on. Uh, much love to my big bro, Lord Sear. Yeah. All right. Lord Sear special. And like catch I said, the catch videos. Them. And the videos is out. It's going down. The Infamous Hour.